Welcome to One True Podcast, a new podcast from The Daily Californian where three veteran fangirls break down fan fiction culture one ship at a time. Every week, we're going to discuss some of the hottest couples in recent fan fiction history, dissect different fandoms, and reveal each of our own guilty pleasures along the way. My name is Skylar DePaul, and I'm the current arts editor at The Daily Californian. My name is Grace Orris, and I used to be the arts editor at The Daily Californian, and now I'm just hanging out. <laughs> and my name is Ariane Jolivet, and I used to be the assistant editor of the Arts and Entertainment Department for the Daily Californian, and I have currently graduated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so for, <laughs> so for our first episode, we're going to talk about how we fell into fan fiction and why we decided to create this show. So before we get into the nitty gritty about each of our personal histories, we should probably just define what fan fiction is for perhaps our newer, less experienced listeners, should you exist. Um, so fan fiction um, is like it sounds. It is fiction written by fans of a certain property. The property can be literary, movies, TV, whatever, but it's basically stories written about the characters from that thing. Um, and sometimes those stories take place in what is called the canon universe. So, you know, the universe of the actual property. Um, and sometimes those fan fiction stories break from canon. They have things happen in the story that doesn't happen in the main movie or television show. Sometimes they take place in an alter alternate universe um and in general fan fiction is kind of a weird universe where fans of a thing kind of have discourse through their work about what they think you know what they're fans of what they think that thing should look like so, a fantasy per se an imagine yes. imagination one might say a fan to see Sky, a that fantasy. That was really good. <laughs> that was on purpose. It also, <laughs> it also must be said that fan fiction is usually, at least in popular culture, conceived of as being a very feminine thing. So oftentimes when we think of fan fiction, we think of like a gaggle of girls around a laptop fantasizing about Harry Styles, which is accurate mostly um but fan fiction also i think is generally a more diverse community than it gets credit for and fan fiction authors can be of any age there are a lot of different platforms where people post fan fiction so yes 13 year old girls love fan fiction but it is a much wider universe than that i'm just gonna lead with that disclaimer at the top and it often gets turned into other pieces of real literature that have their own universes which we have seen happen time and time again. Fifty Shades of Grey was Twilight fan fiction. That's right. <laughs> yes. Yes. The movie After, which I just watched for the first time last night, is Harry Styles fan fiction that they made into fiction fiction. Um, and it was bad. <laughs> it was bad. Yes. Which isn't to which I think is another reason that fan fiction often gets a really bad rep, but there are also really prolific authors that come out of fan fiction that can actually write very well and tell really intricate and interesting stories that do or don't deviate from canon. But it is probably the reason we see so many people subscribing to these communities long after the traditional 13-year-old expiration date passes us by. Hence why we are all here today. I 
Agree. I also think that though fan fiction does often get dismissed, I think that it can occasionally be important and that the fan fiction community is a place where female fans, queer fans, sometimes through writing fan fiction, they kind of create, you know, representation or, you know, kind of imagine the representation that they wish was in canon and they kind of write it for themselves, which I think can can be a very powerful thing if you think about it. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's definitely how I found my way into fan fiction, which is a nice segue. Skylar, why don't you lead us off? How did you find your way into fan fiction? Okay, I must say I may differ from both. I mean, we're talking a lot about like literary fandoms here, movie fandoms. I don't think that that's really what 13-year-old Skylar was into. I must say at the peak of my boy band phase... I was, which is, there's a lot of issues with that because these are real people and not characters, but the Larry Stylinson of 2013, 2014 was really going off. Um, Five Seconds of Summer slash One Direction fan fiction, that was a lot. I was all about Tumblr, people writing those little one shots, you know, where like, do we, do we all know what a one shot is? Should we explain, explain what a one-shot is? Explain it. Explain it. Yeah, Skylar. let us know. <laughs> so, a one-shot is basically, like, one chapter. Like, a scene, like, per se. Of, of like, a story kind of, like, unfolding. Um, typically, it, like, starts and ends within... It's just, like, a quick read. It's not a novel. Like, a lot of fan fictions go into several chapters of work. And, like, they're posted over, like... Some take years to, like fully flesh out months however long one shots are just like published and there's the whole story um very good for my my um attention span kind of always um so that was like a really good place to start i was also really into type the like the au thing that was going on grace i feel like you can explain this a little bit better than i could because this is when like i care like i would take like harry styles but like he would have this was pre-tattoos he would be like punk harry like yeah. take on like yeah. dark carry, you know. Okay, so I guess a brief sidebar to explain AU. Um, let me think. Okay, so Star Wars, for instance. So canon in Star Wars would be Darth Vader is Luke's dad. Um, you could write a fan fiction that broke from canon where Darth Vader is not Luke's dad; he's Luke's uncle. Whatever. Um, and an AU would be where you take the characters of Luke and Darth Vader and had them, like, interact at a coffee shop. You know, they're normal people in modern times, not in space. They're not space wizards. They're just normal people in a coffee shop. So AU stands for alternate universe. So you're putting the characters, or in some cases, the real people that you're writing about, in an alternate universe where they act different or are in a different setting or, you know have way different personality traits um and there are very very common tropes that get used over and over and over again in alternate universe fan fiction um that we can talk about later but you know that was your that was your sidebar yeah that was that was my sidebar I like I definitely read like not to expose myself but like there was definitely the dark carry where he was like a boxer or like an like an executive like that no I like okay like anyone who listens to this who knows what I'm talking like that was a really popular Harry Styles fan fiction he was like this dark boxer and he had like a very troubled life like very it was a lot it was a lot but that was definitely my my thread of fan fiction was like the the boy band side but what about you guys what did you read yeah so 
In terms of my journey with fan fiction, you know, I'll just say I was weird in middle school and weird in <laughs> high school. I was in like every school play. Uh, I was not prom queen. Um, so I was on Tumblr a lot. Tumblr is definitely kind of a breeding ground for I would say most fandom communities. It's where most of like the fandom discourse still happens. Um, now some of that happens on like Stan Twitter, but I would say Tumblr is definitely preceded Stan Twitter by, uh, you know, yeah. a long a long while but anyway I was on tumblr from I think like 12 or 13 years old like sixth or seventh grade I joined tumblr and that was definitely like my gateway to the fan fiction world um I started off when I was really young reading like harry potter fan fiction on fanfiction.net I would say the first couple I ever shipped was ron and hermione from harry potter like while I was reading the books um and so I read some Harry Potter fanfiction on fanfiction.net. Um, sorry to my parents if they're listening, but I pretty much found out how sex worked from accidentally reading a Hunger Games fanfiction on fanfiction.net. <laughs> Educational. <laughs> that had sex in it. Like, I remember what happened still because I remember, like, I started reading this scene and I was like, oh my god, wait, wait, like, I shouldn't be reading this. But anyway, um... Figured out what sex was from Hunger Games fanfiction. <laughs> and then generally I kind of graduated to archive of our own, which is, I would say, generally the more adult uh, platform for fanfiction. Like Wattpad is like where you, you know, mostly where really young girls or, you know, go to write about self-insert yeah. fanfics. <laughs> yeah, for um, sure. Same with like and then live journal. Yes. Yeah, and then I would say fanfiction.net is, like, very archaic now, but, like, oh, some yeah. like some stuff used to happen at fanfiction.net, but I would say most of it is located on Archive of Our Own right now. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I guess from that point on, after, like, my embarrassing 13-year-old phase, now when I read fanfiction, it'll be, like, I saw a movie or I read a book, and I was, like, hey, like, I kind of, I liked that couple, or I thought they'd be cute together, and I kind of, like, look them up on AO3 to see if there's fanfiction, and usually there is because my taste is pretty impeccable um <laughs> you know I would say now I'm just gonna expose myself whatever I'm, I'm really ready. into <laughs> everyone knows this um who's talked to me for more than two minutes but I would say uh Ray and Kylo Ren is kind of my jam right now just because I want to like be bridal carried by Adam Driver so <laughs> <laughs> yes yes that's my current relationship with fan fiction totally fair Totally, and it is true. Everyone that knows Grace knows is that Grace is a Raylo, and I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I am imagining that we're gonna have so many people, obviously, falling in love with this podcast. I don't want to hear it. You don't get to come for Grace. It's canon, actually. So it leave is. Us alone. They kissed one they kissed. time. <laughs> he, he died for Listen, her. He look. I'm just saying. People act like Raylo is the worst thing in the world like let me have my thing like I'm not gonna date Kylo Ren like I'm not gonna <laughs> date a guy who's like Kylo Ren like I'm just saying like you're lying to yourself if you don't think there's a little steam there like there's a Listen. lot of steam there and here's the thing <laughs> they created the steam we know they did it it's what they wanted us to want and look some of us did I'm not gonna say I'm immune I am not immune to Raylo propaganda <laughs> I'm not 
<laughs> that said, I am definitely the... Listen, call me a queer. But I entered <laughs> fandom because I was looking for representation. As Grace mentioned at the top of the pod, I was definitely looking for characters that represented relationships that I was not seeing in canon. And it was the kinds of relationships that were so charged that could have easily been canon, but everybody's a coward. <laughs> so... Um, like Grace, my first ship was also Harry Potter related, but it was, of course, dreary because I'm a slut for I hate to love story. <laughs> That's um, a good one. I uh, really hit dreary hard, and that was kind of the only thing that I read for a long time because for some reason I didn't really think of fan fiction as like a broader universe. I was like, well, here's, there's like, of course, there's a wealth of Harry Potter fan fiction because it's Harry Potter, but I never really thought to like look further into other forms of media that were like breeding fan fiction until a lot later. Um, so I would definitely say I kind of got into the fan fiction game a bit later than most people, probably around like 16, 15, 16. Um, and then, yeah, nowadays I just, anytime, similarly to Grace, if I am watching a piece of media or listening to something or what have you, and I see characters that have a lot of chemistry, but the creators are too cowardly to go there. <laughs> um, <laughs> I seek it out on AO3, and again, most of the time, I find it. Um, right now, I'm going, listen, not to out myself. Um, oh, we I all have. Be, we have. Not to, but absolutely to. <laughs> um, the ship that is probably my OTP, <clears throat> uh, One True Pairing, uh, which we can have a sidebar about. One True Pairing is, of course, the one ship in fandom that you kind of, it's your flagship ship, you know? These are the people that you go to. These are the people that you hold at a pretty high standard. And for me right now, my OTP is Reddy, Richie, (laughs) and Eddie Kasprak from Stephen King's seminal classic, It. Um, Ever since chapter two came out, I've just been like adult ready. I'm I'm ready. Um, I am. (laughs) Um, So I've been reading. I, I have been or I had been reading a lot of Reddy, but honestly, I haven't been reading much lately and so i'm really excited about this pod because i think it'll really encourage me to get back into my own stomping grounds super excited yes, i must agree yeah. yeah i'm really just excited to explore like through each episode like maybe a new ship i hadn't heard of before i generally consider yes. myself again i was weird in high school i consider myself <laughs> an expert in many fan fiction pairings and almost yes. every fanfic trope i like i'm practically an encyclopedia but there's still some fandoms out there that i'm just i have never like delved in so i'm excited to delve in um yes yes they're like expansion packs on the original story (laughs) oh my god like that's how i like to think of them when you say expansion pack what game are you thinking of when you say that Ooh, good question. Okay, so there's this game, like, not to go on a tangent here. There's, like, this game that I've been playing with my housemates called, like, Do You Really Know Me? And so it'll ask all these questions about you, which you could consider that, you know, like, the canon. And then there's, like, themed side packs where it's like, okay, but what do we know about your school life? And that's when we go into, like, Harry Styles one-shots first day of school. I am sitting down at my desk, and this man randomly has a British accent. I'm interested. We're talking about literature. Like, come on. Obsessed oh with my God. that. The, the boys in fan fiction, like, always 
know about literature or Every they like yes. magically they magically know about the things that their love interest yes makes. they just yes. have this like and then we read it and we're like oh well that means they're soulmates because they both like know how the great gatsby ends like literally <laughs> sign seal deliver both of them <laughs> have a holden together. caulfield quote on their ankle they're meant to be Oh my god, another sidebar, nothing related to fan fiction. Hate Catcher in the Rye, hate Holden Caulfield. Just want to say that as a person. Yes! <laughs> Just that out there. Not and to listen. like contradict myself. <laughs> like, usually, like, I love a whiny man. Like, we just, I just talked about Kylo Ren. I love a man right. who whines, but not that man. <laughs> not that one. That was too much. That was too much for me. Exceptions are allowed. I just think about the, I don't remember much from Catcher in the Rye, but I do remember the strippers or the prostitutes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that was really fascinating for me, uh, then moving on in my life and watching New Girl and having to watch Nick. I don't know if either of you watch New Girl, but Nick has a very Holden Caulfield, Caulfield experience with prostitutes. Oh, no. And I think that I'm not going to pretend like I read this book. So I'm just going to like listen, you know? But (laughs) as I've said before, you know, one shots, one chapter, like that, like that about a thing that I read. Working books, haven't seen that in a minute. (laughs) Skylar can't read more than 10,000 words. (laughs) She won't do it. (laughs) Neither, and nor should she. No, that's freedom. That's the power of fanfic, baby. Yeah. Sometimes you just gotta like read a one shot, like sit on your couch for an hour and just like consume and be done. Move on. I like the quick themes. What are our like favorite themes that we've read in fan fictions? Like what's a scenario, you know? Oh, like what do I read most often? Okay, I love um an AU. I love a college or university AU. Um where they're friends to lovers. Um, friends to that. lovers is good. Friends to lovers is good. Enemies to lovers is also amazing. Very um, good. That's usually steamier. Like, friends to lovers moves a little slower. Yeah. But enemies to lovers, it's like, there's some arguing. Like, there's some glaring. You know, there's heat. <laughs> so that's fun as well. No, I love I love, a, I love some glaring. Um, I also love just, I love uh, when there's only one bed really oh yes really love when somehow by accident they get a hotel room and like they sweat like when they called in they asked for two twins but somehow there wasn't available one bed yeah that's (laughs) that's pretty iconic so good Um, so good yes i also love uh there's only one bed i am i listen i'm not gonna say i'm basic i'm not gonna not say it I love a coffee shop AU. I'm obsessed oh, with a yeah. coffee shop AU. It's just, it's so good. It's a classic. Um, enemies to lovers. Anything I ever want. I only, like, I love an enemies to lovers story so, 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 so much. Um, weird one. Weird ship I've been reading that I never considered. I don't know if either of you watched Avatar The Last Airbender, but Sokka and Zuko? Listen everything What's i wanted the appeal? hate to love like, for sure definitely and they're like listen you watch the boiling rock episode zuko ready to risk it all for Sokka so he can find his father 
it practically writes itself. That's all I'm going to say. Very good. Very good content out of there. So, yeah. I'm I'm a big slut for, again, Coffee Shop AU. Hate to love. Bread and butter. Truly. I love Coffee Shop AU. I love that part in every cop- Coffee Shop AU where there's, like, character A and character A's friend work at a coffee shop and then, like, character B comes in every single day <laughs> yes. just to get to talk to character A. Yes. And yeah. character A's friend is, like oh my god, like, he's obviously in love with you. Like, yeah. our, our scones taste terrible. Like, why do you think he yes. comes in here every day? <laughs> like, we don't have a good coffee. Literally, there's, like, that scene is in every single every coffee single shop one. you. Also, yeah. the moment where they've been really busy, and then they close, and character B's still in the shop. Yes. Hi. <laughs> or, where, like, <laughs> something really personal happened with character B, so they, like, don't come in for a couple weeks. For a while. Like, yeah, they don't come in for a couple weeks. And character A is like, oh my god, like, what happened? Really, they don't have interest in me. Like, they don't love me. And then character B comes back with some, like, whack-ass excuse. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, you know, they cut off my leg. Like, I couldn't come here. <laughs> I was busy, like, brooding. <laughs> okay, but these are all, like, these are all meeting stories. Do we ever go into, like, the pre-established relationship? Like, two people already dating? You know, like it's going on a honeymoon trip or yeah. like a happy anniversary. Let's go to France. You know, only like- <laughs> when I'm like really like like on my period, like down in the dumps. I like an established relationship. Okay, yeah, sometimes yeah. just like established relationship that takes place in the universe and canon. Like it can almost just be like a cute little deleted scene. Like I yes. do like yeah. yeah. So I enjoy yeah. um stuff like that oftentimes if there's like a time jump in the movie or something like for instance it ready like a lot of time passes in the movie that we're not shown like there's a lot of you know a lot of summer months that we don't get to see so there's a ton of fic out there that's like (laughs) richie and eddie hanging out like in the summer in the (laughs) treehouse in the the tree yeah at the barons (laughs) yon and i when i went to go yon and i went to go see it chapter two together and when they had that scene with, like, CGI young Finn Wolfhard, yes. which, terrifying. But anyway, they had that scene Very with, like, scary. you know, fake eyes, Finn Wolfhard, like, getting bullied <laughs> in the arcade. I literally, like, grabbed Ariane's arm and I was yes. like, oh my god, like, Richie and Eddie are gay. And she was like, it's yeah. Canon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was truly iconic. Um, we'll live in infamy in my life forever. What a moment. Two icons meeting each other on the on the battlefield i don't know i don't know (laughs) fighting fighting for the same war um i love i also i'll i'll indulge in like a an existing like situation oh because i think a lot of the times fanfic writers will like i'm a big like 180k girl like if i'm gonna sit down i'm gonna sit down and Often, so I'll, like, read one of those probably over the course of, like, a day, and then the author will, like, finish this the fic and then, like, include, again, like, time that we don't see in either their story or in canon, and that's kind of the main situation where I'll, like, indulge in a pre-existing relationship. Yeah, because then you just, like, there's, there's fan fiction with conflict, and then there's fan fiction that is expressly designed to have no conflict like yeah. there's fanfic out there that's like 25 chapters of just the leading couple like being happy and yes. that's it 
Yes. Um, all yes. fluff. And then there's, yes, and then there's fanfic that has, like, too much conflict. Like, one of the lead's characters is just, like, so much of a fuck-up that, like, they're never together for more than, like, five minutes. So yes. it could go either way. Two tasty extremes. Yeah. So now you know a little bit about us. Now let's let you know what our uh, format's going to be going forward so that you can yes, come along for this ride. So each week, we're basically going to pick like a new couple from a different universe. We've t- talked about quite a few of them throughout this podcast. We're going to do more like deep dives into some like steamy ships um, in, in the next few weeks. Got some like magical universes, one might say. Maybe some super ones. I don't know, one <laughs> might say. Um... <laughs> Yeah, we're just, like, excited to be talking about these these fandoms. Yeah. yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to talk not only about fan fiction and the occasionally silly and fun tropes, but also really dive into why fans act the way they do about the things that they love. I think that it's definitely an interesting case study in how people interact with narrative and media. Um and I'm ready. I'm ready yeah. to do it. <laughs> we just expose my embarrassment that I'm yeah, not I'm actually embarrassed about. You know, like we're all doing this, so we gotta have some kind of pride. No, like Listen. I'm a liberated woman, and <laughs> <laughs> I am a liberated fan fiction I... reader. I consume this media. Listen, like I'm a hashtag girl boss, and <laughs> I can read Raylo fanfic if I want to. No one can <laughs> and stop that's you. My thesis statement. For this podcast, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Listen, in fan, in fanfic and fandom, truly anything goes, and I think the same could be said about this this sweet little pod. So we're excited for you all to figure it out as we do. Yeah, we will see you all or hear you all next week when we uh, dive into our first fanfic universe. This is Arion. This is Grace. And this is Skylar. And this is your OT3 on OTP signing off. So we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.